Mood.tv Okay, so how do you define a seedy motel? I had a great aunt, rest in peace. She said that she would only worry about how clean her house was if her feet got dirtier when she walked in than whenever she walked out. What? <laughs> so I think she was a hoarder and a Wall Martian. If you guys ever looked at the original Wall Martian videos on YouTube, she's the one with that giant dreadlock. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> not even kidding. Go look back and look at this. It's my great aunt Ruthie. <laughs> that's that's your wait, that's your actual aunt? That's your criteria? No, I'm saying that was her criteria, and I think that's probably pretty good. If you feel like you need to put slippers on to enter the room, then that's probably pretty seedy. Okay, then no. No, I have not. If you're like, I got my shoes off outside, I'm going in, got to put shoes on, definitely seedy. Yeah, but do you know how filthy it has to be for you? So you're saying that's not seedy? It's the seediest. Okay, so we're in agreement. Yeah, Yeah, we're in agreement. Yeah, that is. I'm not saying that's the bottom of the row. I'm just saying that's where that's definitely seedy. <laughs> yeah, that is a seedy thing. <laughs> that's the seediest. What's your What's your definition? What is just over the line into seedy? Are you asking me or EJ? I'm asking you. You said you had a definition for. Wait, it. I don't know EJ's yet. He's talking about his aunt. He said when you when you walk into a room and you're dirtier <laughs> than you e- when, when EJ, you walked out of it. Is that your actual? That's your personal criteria. That's his seedy. That's a, that's a criteria. Yeah, so a like, criteria. We'll start there. How about you? What do you got? This isn't the question. You can answer now. You don't have to wait till after the break. God yeah, damn seriously. It. All Just right. go. I, okay. All right. I'm not used to this setup of... <laughs> oh, what? A conversation? Being <laughs> being lamb, lambasted <laughs> about about the question be, before, you know... Or You're the one who asked the question. <sighs> okay. Uh, my Here's my criteria. My criteria of a... Filthy motel is if it has the red heating light in the bathroom. <laughs> that's a oh, filthy really? motel. That's yep. crap. That's my criteria. Because they have that like in casinos. Yeah, the nice ones too. I don't know. Nice I've ones. never seen. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I've never you've seen. You've never stayed in a, not, a really nice place. <laughs> Are you? No, I've been to so many nice places. But I mean, you never got a heat lamp. Yeah, heat lamps are kind of, they're kind of a nice, I know no, what you're saying. No, they're not a nice thing. You find them in motels. Well, they they are. I disagree. Because I've been, in, I, luckily, very luckily, I've been in a lot of fancy hotels because of my touring days. I never had a heating light. But when I was on one-nighter tours, heating lights were so regular because we always stayed in fucking motels. How about this? I'm going to meet you in the middle because I, I disagree. I've stayed in some fancier hotels and they had a heat light, but, I definitely have <laughs> but maybe in your, my touring work Maybe days. your fancy is like a hojo. I don't know. Okay, but I'm going to meet you halfway. If the bathroom does have a red light for lighting, definitely CD. <laughs> definitely CD. Definitely CD. <laughs> if, if there's light bulbs, I'd give you this. If there's light bulbs that just don't work. Yeah, any light bulb's not working. It's CD. <laughs> if you have to pull a string. Okay, is a light bulb light not working CD or less CD than the red heating lamp? Again, I've been in, you know, Marriott's and Hilton's that had heating lamps. Yeah, I'm not I, I don't I don't join you in heating lamps. I I've been in yeah, I've been in really nice places. That is so bizarre. I had heating I lamps only and heated floors. Ever saw them in divey places. Heated floor. That sounds fancy. That does sound. I've never been in a place I had a heated, heated floor. floors. Colorado was nice. Yeah. See, that sound. That does sound fancy to Get me. Get out of the bathroom, 
and you're not like, ooh, ah, ah. You're like, ooh. Yeah. That's warm. I like in, in Europe because they have the little, um, they have little heaters for your towel when you get out of the shower. Ooh. It's like expect, it's very normal ooh. in my experience nice. of European places that they have a little towel heater. I guess it's because wow. they're not so interested in like heating the whole room. So it's like you have a nice warm towel, but it is pretty great. I do like the warm towel. It's nice. I was thinking it'd be a seedy European Mattel if the towel heater's name is Hans. <laughs> He's like, I have towel for you. Yeah. <laughs> I have been sitting on towel for you. He's like, you. let me just pull this out my ass. Um, you like red lights in here? Very fancy. It's a little, just a little bit sweaty. All right. How do y'all define? I think, I think the light bulb thing is mine. It's like, that's a good one. Obviously, the floors have to be dry. <laughs> Any not working light bulb? I think that's a good sign of like a CD a CD motel. Yeah, it's like if yeah. there's a light bulb out. It's one thing if like you turn it on and it blows out because at least you knew like that worked yeah. the last time somebody right. used it. Right. But it's a whole other thing if you're just like I've clicked every switch, <laughs> I've flicked every knob, and this light just doesn't work. I would love to enter a hotel room and not be able to turn a light on. Yeah. Nowadays, I will say. Um, an old school TV, <laughs> yeah, out of a sign. Yeah, if, if your not TV a flat has screen. a dial, and when you walk in, it's set to the porn channel. A little CD. <laughs> yeah, it's a little CD. <laughs> not even that. If it's just a CRT TV. Yeah, big box. Um, if it's a big, big box, box. If it's not a flat, like you can get even like a really bad motel can get like a small flat screen for under a hundred dollars yeah. a room. Yeah. Yep. Which I would assume is affordable if you're buying a motel. Yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. I've, I've seen some nice big box hotels. Those are always really funny. <laughs> um, so with all those criteria involved, the original question, I'd have to say no. All right. But the light bulb is your answer to the original question. Light bulbs, yeah. All right. All right. EJ. Uh, if the eye hole in the door faces in. <laughs> kind of seedy. Kind of seedy. The reverse peephole? <laughs> he's, he's practicing material right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. When you walk in... The uh, chalk line is still on the carpet, kind of seedy. Kind of, that's very, that's very seedy. Again, very that's seedy. bottom of the barrel. This is bottom of the barrel stuff. Don't tell me you've experienced that. The police line on the floor. No, one time I did stay in a seedy motel where I got two rooms. I was staying in one room and I had people staying in the other room. My room did not have a microwave, refrigerator, or TV. Theirs did, but mine did have an imprint of an iron melted into the carpet. <laughs> I like so that. So that was interesting. Once, Non-matching rooms is pretty seedy. <laughs> I once lit yeah, that's my... Seedy. I once... <laughs> I was staying at a, a, a super seedy Holiday Inn in... Um, it's no way, somewhere classy. <laughs> it's somewhere in Connecticut, but I'm trying to think what town it was. It's was Hartford. Probably Bristol or... Hartford. I was staying oh, in Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. And I lit... <laughs> I lit my whole... Like nightstand on fire. <laughs> Improvement of the room, right? Didn't it wasn't even a bad thing. I, it didn't seem like so out of the ordinary. And I left like a big. <laughs> there was like a big pile of wax <laughs> on the table, and I just put the phone on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Next person man. came in and was like, "This place is seedy." Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they're going to move this phone. <laughs> if that place wasn't CD enough, that is gold standard CD for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, some uh, of the places that I've seen on tour. You stayed at a La Quinta in Jersey one. That oh, I've stayed at La Quinta's for sure. Absolutely. La Quinta. 
That's pretty ski stuff. I think they have cookies Jersey. though. They might have cookies huh? in the lobby. They might. I be think one they of those... do have cookies yeah, in the lobby. I like that. Go about... to Spunkmeyer's maybe. <laughs> yep. I like that about Ignore Wikita. the skeeve. Here's a cookie. Here's yeah. a cookie. Sorry about what you're about to go into. <laughs> Take as many as you'd like. I, I was once um, staying at a motel outside D.C. And I was, I had my door open with my roommate at the time, Ben Herzig, who's a guitar player. And we were chopping up limes for margaritas, right? So we're in the bedroom chopping up limes. And we see a guy go down with his pants around his ankles. and he's, But he's running. So he's running with his pants down around his ankles, and it looked ridiculous. But like like ten seconds later, we saw a pimp go by with a handgun, and he was chasing that dude down. And then we saw the hookers, and then we were having a, a barbecue later that day, and the same two hookers that I guess worked at motel were dry humping the banister that was like on the stairs to the up to our room in the motel all night just looking at us trying to get a little um business but wow. that is seedy that is seedy <laughs> pretty seedy that is seedy that's seedy i mean handgun and Guns, all pimps and hoes is pretty seedy yeah it met all those criteria Wow. And we didn't even care. I think our door stayed open. We were just chopping up limes, listening to music, like so cash. <laughs> it was very relaxed. Uh, it was ready for Margs. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, this is Let Me Ask You a Question. We haven't even gotten to the question. We haven't even gotten to the intro. It's 10 minutes in. We haven't even gotten to the intro. I mean, we can go on telling... Do we want to make a decision here? Do we want to have a question? Or do you want to just keep talking about this? I'm delighted. <laughs> CD hotels. I'm, we can totally do that as long as we do say, again, this is, let me ask you a question. question. Okay, all right. Let's, I'm producer let's EJ. Introductions, yeah, and then we'll, and then we'll um, decide. I am host Anthony. I'm producer EJ. You already said that. Yeah, but the way that you just spoke over me, I have to edit it so that you said your thing You barged it on me. That's what I was trying to, but now we're re-editing it. Even this isn't going to be in there. Uh, Gregor Man? And I'm the Gregor Man. <laughs> this is called Fuck Producer EJ. Just tried, to, just tried to give you that one as direct as I could. Like, I just froze and waited as if, as if I was coming just right after you. <laughs> okay. What, whatevs. All right. This, this, is who, this is who we got. This is our. This is a normal this is week. What we, this is what you got. Yeah. These are the. These <laughs> are the cards. This is your fault for tuning in. <laughs> these are the cards you're dealt. This is. Uh, let me ask you a question. The podcast. We're here with us three, the huge, and uh, we're going to decide now. Do we want to continue talking about f- qualifications for a seedy motel, or would you like a different question? I like, say we keep going with this and then address the awesome caller that we got over the break and hit that for the second half okay i'm, I'm with that all right Let's do it because uh that means i'm not gambling on whatever the question might have been tonight that also means i got i still got one in the bag so that's good that for all both one of in the us bag. Yeah. yeah happy 90th episode everybody we're talking about cd motels it, yeah it's the cd motel episode uh that's how many cd motels that we've probably stayed at each individually i would think 90 Anthony got that tour life. I had some tour life, plus just constantly traveling. Greg, man, you've done your fair share of well, traveling. My, my work. We, we're my lucky work is to do nice that. Nice to me. I stayed at some nice places. Yeah, fancy work. places. Hey, but sometimes they, they just don't exist. That's another question. What makes? What is the qualification to become fancy? How do you know you're in a fancy motel? I mean, hotel. 
You don't find fancy... Are there fancy motels? I, f- I think this is funny because whenever <laughs> I describe to the kiddo what makes a hotel, quote-unquote, fancy... Yeah. ...is if they charge you for the things that the cheap ones don't. So, like, if I go into a hotel and I got to pay for wi- Wi-Fi, that's, quote-unquote, fancy. Because if you go to, like, Red Roof Inn or Holiday Inn, they're like, here's a computer. Here's some cigarettes. Stay a little bit longer. But if you go to, like, a Marriott or a Hilton, they're like, well, for low-speed internet, it's $18. Oh, yeah, low-speed, speed, yeah. So, those, those, so based upon that, like, they are the ones saying, like, oh, it's so fancy. You have to pay for things like six seconds of microwave use is 25 cents. You know, stuff like that. Do you prefer the amenities of... CD hotels. Yeah, I mean, like, on average, because I'd rather have, again, nice nice hotels don't always have a microwave or a fridge in their room either. Yeah. I feel, because, like, they kind of want you to do the room service or bar thing, which is, you know, I get it, but I, I'd rather... I don't I don't you, agree. You don't feel that? No, I think you always have... Uh, in, in nice hotels, You there's always something for you to buy in the to room. To buy in the room. The nicer the hotel, yeah, but that's why they need a refrigerator there to have liquor in and beer. There's always going to uh, okay. be that stuff in there if, okay. it's an, if it's an expensive place. So there's always going to be a refrigerator. Um, usually I found those to always be the nicer refrigerators because they can fit more. So you just With take the, all their the shit bars out. bars in them or what have you? Yeah, you put all like, that, the stuff that's yeah. tagged up on the counter and let it get skunked. And you put all your stuff in there. And then when, before you leave, you put it all back. Huh. Yeah. I once got accused of, of <laughs> drinking the maker's mark out of a basket. And yes. I was like, oh, Oh no! Fine, Redbury <laughs> of Hollywood. <laughs> oh, country! I will Pierre. not be paying if I if I drank that Maker's Mark. I would gladly pay for it. But my work was like, did you drink this bottle of Maker's Mark? And I was like, hell no! That <laughs> wax seal was sealed when I left. <laughs> did you notice how the TV and lamps were broken? I did not drink any whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do you think anybody has ever said? Oh, last night I stayed in a fancy motel. Do you think anybody ever said that? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, but only because when you say motel, you know it's relative to motels. It's only been said ironically. So there are, yeah, there are nice motels. Yeah. But it's like saying, like, that's nice for a something. Yeah, nobody has earnestly said it. It's No. The irony is there. And the only difference is, right, just the fact that there's... Their interior rooms, right? Like the hallway makes it a hotel versus a motel. Is that is that correct? I don't know that that's the defining characteristic, but I know what you're talking well, what about. What would be? I would say it's more of, and, and I'm guilty already of saying stories from hotels for sure, but like just crappy, seedy hotels, um, which I have more of. But motel, I always define by the no more than three stories, but almost always two stories of... Uh, you know, lodging variety. I was, I kind of assumed that it was the external room that every room walks to the outside. Physically, well, some, to- I feel like some of them. I have been in a motel where it's inside, but it's open. <laughs> like you're <laughs> still, you're still outside, but the doors are on the inside, and the outside is actually the windows. So it probably looks a little bit more like a prison from the outside. <laughs> huh. A nice compound. I, but I have stayed in those because, like, I remember walking into my room. It's like a wind tunnel going through the middle. Because there's no doors to those, and it's just like, Whoo. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember being on tour one time, and we stayed, and it was like in the middle of desert land, or like like one of the Dakotas or something, flat, no water ever. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, all those things I said. Yeah, that is completely. He different is from so himself. different. <laughs> Flat, no water, real bullshit. hot, snowing you know, like eighteen one inches. Of the, Hawaii, one Alaska. Of the I don't know. <laughs> well, so. We all went into our rooms, and it was kind of like a motel-feeling hotel. So it was very stark on the outside halls. You went into your room, and there was a door in the back. And the door in the back led into a water park. Yes. Yeah, it was killer. So, like, every room... That's not seedy at all. ...had access... No, it was like a surprise. Oh, shit. But, of course, we got there. It was, like, 12 at night, and it was closed until the next day. Slides were all dry. Yeah, but I was like, this is cool. This is a pleasant surprise. I stayed at a a hotel once where it was a similar thing. I think in the off-season, it had a water park. It'd be funny if it was the same place, but I wasn't there during that season. But on the inside, there was a gigantic arcade. And so, yeah, it was great. We played so many arcade games during that tour stop. It was the best. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I was I was into it. You ever stay at South of the Border? I don't know if we no. ever stayed there. We've st- I've stopped there. <laughs> I've stayed there multiple times. Uh, I used to just pick up fireworks. Yeah, for the listeners who don't know, it's uh, it's in Texas, I believe, right? No, no. it's in like North no. Carolina or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's the Mason Dixon no. line. It's the North. Is it the North Carolina South Carolina border? No, it's not the Mason Dixon line. Oh, it's not further north. Okay, then I don't know. Um, yeah, it could be. It's like where they say it's because because what the Mason Dixon line is technically north from south or no? It would be Virginia North Carolina would be the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, I don't. I think south of the border is either between North Carolina and South Carolina. It's somewhere on the drive to Florida. That's yeah. all I remember. Yeah, exactly. I know it's down in that area. Yeah, but I don't think it's actually the Mason Dixon line. I can't believe I've stayed there more than once. Only because yeah, like that's so when we could buy fireworks. I was like the last place you could buy fireworks before you got it. Yep. Well, maybe it was the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, I mean, that I, make the that's most always sense. what I thought it was, but I don't know. A sombrero-based rest stop with cheap stuff you could buy, right? Yeah, I don't even say Mexican. It's just like yeah. sombrero. I mean, it's like a themed. It's like this weird little themed oasis of Mexico with like Mexican restaurants, and they do have like all kinds of Mexican stuff. A you can giant tachkis, mouse with a sombrero waving yep. at you. Yep, yeah, I mean, let me pull you back it. a little bit, though. It's not it's not such an oasis. It's not such... Because <laughs> I remember people talking It's a rundown oasis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's going to be right. amazing. And you go, and it's like, it's like <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese was closed for 10 years. It's sad. <laughs> Let's uh, And also think, in the 90s, it was rundown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so rundown, that place. And there's the restaurant that's shaped like a big sombrero. Yes. I'm pretty sure we drove by and it looks like all of it is closed. Yeah, it does. But it's still open. It does. It looks like something. <laughs> oh, it is. It, it probably is still open, but it looks like all no, of it, it is closed. No, it just looks like it. Right. It probably looks like. Uh... <laughs> Definitely open. You could still go in there. Probably eat really bad quesadillas. Yeah. It's probably how Chernob- Chernobyl looks, but people do actually work there. It drove still, up like two or three years ago, and I feel like we definitely like joked about like you want to stop here and eat. Mm, now we got a lot of driving to do. Oh, I'm sure it's delicious. I like Mexican food like I like Chinese food. Like the more greasy and sick, the better. I love. I it. hear that they have a deal with Taco Bell, kind of like with Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and their donuts. They just get all the old tacos and stuff at the end of the day from the dumpster south of the border. <laughs> bring south them to the border. Bring them down to <laughs> south of the border. Place for it. I once worked with a. <laughs> I once worked with a musician who uh, said she dated somebody that every time he wanted a blowjob, he would sing South of the Border. How fucked up is that? 
How's that go? Do you know it? And it, well, I know the lyrics. It's, it's south of the border, down Mexico way, but I'm not sure the melody. I forget. It's like a Sinatra-y song? Yeah, it's that kind of a thing. <laughs> and then she delivered, or? Then she blew him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the button on the, on the story there. And then, well, he sang it, so I had to. I mean, was, we had a deal. Isn't that unbelievable, <laughs> though? You'd think she would punch him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe she found it funny. Maybe she just thought... That's funny stuff. It's a turn on, I guess, that song. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm sure it's an aphrodisiac when you hear stuff on the border. I was going to sing that at the bus bummer. station. My goodness, the stories I could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you get a big old erection <laughs> when you're listening to South of the Border. <laughs> Have you ever listened to any music that caused an erection? Not to stray too far off motels. <laughs> I'm going to go with definitive yes. Absolutely. What? <laughs> uh, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but if I had to, scanning, scanning, that band Peaches, you know that band Peaches? Probably that. Actually, even before that, when I was a kid, probably like 12 or 13, there was this DJ named Kiyoki, and he like had mix CDs. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, and he had this one mix CD called D- Disco Death Race 2000, I think yep. it was called. 5000? Owner Town. Well, there's a song, it's like the second or third song on the tr- on the CD, and it's like a Speed Racer parody. But somehow they edited the original Speed Racer, which was from the, I believe, 70s, 60s. And it was like Trixie and Speed Racer doing it. And it sounded like <laughs> them doing it because they edited the songs to sound together. Definitely had many boners about that. For sure. For sure. I have to say that again because that was gross. For sure. There we go. Wait, there was no, there was no visual <laughs> sure. content to it? No, it was just a uh, yeah, it was a CD, an audio CD. Interesting, but it was bum, totally bum, a perv. Bum, the song bum, wasn't bum, by Kiyoki, but bum, bum, he was a DJ, and bum, 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 and it was great. Plus, whenever you're 12, it's like, oh look, there's a hummingbird. I got a boner. Oh, I'm on it, the bus. I got a boner. You know, like, <laughs> it it ended with here he comes, here comes the <laughs> racer. Yeah, that's, <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah, it's a good song. I still listen to that on occasion when I want boners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, man, do you have one? What? Like a, a, a song? Yeah, that causes you got a boner a, song, a, a, Greg. Yeah, an erection. So. I don't think I do. It's not Desperado. <laughs> Just wait, like which one? Desperado. <laughs> oh, yep, there it goes. Why don't you come <laughs> to your senses? <laughs> Any spice? I, I'll tell you what I want. What you really, really no? No, no. No. I was like fourteen. That probably did time too. Again, when I was a kid, I was getting boners left and right for nothing. <laughs> and now that I'm an adult, I'm getting boners left and right for nothing. <laughs> it never stopped. It just never stopped yeah, for it's you. Right now. There's that song, I think it's Sinatra, South of the Border. <laughs> Down Mexican way. <laughs> I really do wonder what the melody is because I'm sure it's so nothing like what we're, we're doing. <laughs> But we both are like, oh, Sinatra. It's got to be something like this. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South of the yeah. border. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's definitely a crooned song. It's a meatball taco trip, baby. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> I think that's probably actually a good place to take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Well, well, and on this break, we have a very special segment for the week. We have a call in, and we're going to play the clip for you, and then we're going to address the clip after the break. I hope you get a boner listening to a song. <laughs> Maybe it's strawberries. I hope you get a boner from strawberries. Strawberries. Straw, straw boners. Get a boner. Get a straw boner tonight. 
My name is Jeff. I got a quick couple questions for you, man. All right, so if uh, I'm not sure if you talked about this or not, but if there is a movie that was going to be based upon you, a couple things. Number one, what would have to be in it? Now, I'm not talking like being born and, and going to school and family time and all that jazz, but like maybe an accomplishment. You guys talk about accomplishments every now and again. What would have to be in it? Two, what would be left out? Something embarrassing, uh, you know, and a uh, discussion of his uh, meat, small meat, if you will. Would that be left out or would that be changed? Interesting. Uh, three, how would it end? And lastly, who, which actor would be playing you? Welcome back, everybody. We had a wonderful call-in this week. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, hey, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's, Jeff's a good boy. Jeff <laughs> Jeff wrote in to us. I think everybody Jeff's should follow suit. Uh, we like that about Jeff. He's not a proud uh, boy, right? So, he's just a good boy. <laughs> he's a good, a good boy. boy. He's okay. a good boy. He, he wrote in, or he, he called in. He's a with, fine gentleman love. and a scholar. <laughs> oh, the best. We couldn't be more thrilled. We want you all to do that. So excellent work, Jeff. You can be gentlemen and scholars, or ladies and scholars. For the for the listeners, be- uh, we we get these um, auto uh, translated to words, <laughs> and so instead of <laughs> what's he awesome. say at the end there? Suck, suck it. it. He said suck it, and that was translated to Sophia. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at least the computer has some manners. Yeah, but I'm gonna whenever I want to tell someone to suck it, I'm gonna say Sophia. 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 <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, he asked us a question, so we're we are so excited to answer it. And the question is as follows, and it's a three parter. So I have six parter. Okay, we, so we got to really seven, get this going. We got we got to crank this up. The first question is if there was a movie made about your life what is the uh, first and foremost thing you would want to be showcased what's the thing you really have to have in the movie and it couldn't can't be my birth and it can't be like hanging out with my family and shit i think that's what he said right no yeah, generic yeah. stuff you know no generic stuff yeah i guess hanging out with my family is not important so like a like a moment i guess yeah something unique i imagine See, I got a lot of like funny things. You know, this is I'm gonna just to get through this quickly. Uh, a week or two ago from the recording of this was that birthday weekend that we had, and whenever we were reminiscing at breakfast on Sunday, Greg Man and Tom were telling stories about me, and so things that people remember about me are probably <laughs> things. Now, Greg Man remembers me getting electrocuted a lot, and I, I have. A lot. Probably like four times, twice in one day or within 24 hours. I never saw that, but I would love to see it. I witnessed one of them, and it was amazing. I bet. Only because he's still standing here today. Bazap. <laughs> but instead of the electric electrocutions, I'm gonna go with a montage of my sleepwalking. Yes. So for the audience, I don't know if we've ever mentioned it on the show. I, I uh, used to sleepwalk like crazy, and I still have sleep issues. 
Uh, and so I would do a montage of like whenever I would run around in circles and then say I was going to the science fair. When I disconnected the VCR from my TV, threw it out the window and then jumped out the window. When I lifted my dresser up. <laughs> Mind you, he lived on a sub level, so he had to climb out of the window. That's true. I didn't like jump out of a window down. It was kind of safe. Uh, dr- I r- lifted a dresser up, dropped it on my leg, uh, picked up a fish tank, cracked it, and had glass and fish all over. Um, those are just a few. So I probably do a montage, a sleepwalking slash sleep craziness montage. That would have to be in there. <laughs> I would love to see that. What music would play for that montage? I guess it would have to, to, do, to do with the feel of the rest of the movie or just to make it really crazy, that song that they play and the ass ass scene at Requiem for a Dream. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I think South of the Border would also be pretty good. South of the Border, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, Greg, man, what would you definitely include? I mean, that's really tough. A, it's tough to follow because now I'm trying to think of good things that were like montages like that. And honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was all the games of hide and go seek in the dark. Hell yeah. Which was one of, the, of our favorite things to do as children. We grew up in a pretty boring place. We had to come up with our own games. And one of them was always like when we would have like a sleepover and there'd be a bunch of people over or whatever. Uh, and it'd be really late at night. So whoever's house we were at, whose parents would inevitably be sleeping. We would play hide and go seek in the dark in one room of the house. Didn't matter how many people were there. It could be three. It could be six to ten. Everybody would play hide and go seek in the dark. And basically it's exactly how it sounds. You'd basically put your head under a pillow count to like 20 and everybody would have to try to find a hiding spot in the room and then you walk around in the dark and try to find people and it basically just led to one person falling all over and breaking stuff and parents waking up and yelling at us and then like in the middle of them yelling at us something breaking or or just 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 good old good old-fashioned kid fun um, <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was that. The, the first thing that came to mind before EJ went on his montage story was a, a time we were having a firecracker fight. And I don't That's know if you were there. Were you there, terrifying. EJ, when it, when it stopped under the, the security truck? I do believe I was the one who threw that string of firecrackers. I thought you might have been. It was you and Davis <laughs> you and Davis versus me and Mike. And we had like an old dryer outside that we were throwing away. So like we had just perfect barricades. And it was a couple days after 4th of July. So we were fully loaded with old fireworks. And we had a firecracker fight. And, yep, good old EJ threw out a pack of thunder bombs and, like, discus tossed them right towards us. And we were, mind you, like, we were probably, like, 25, 30 yards away. So it was, A, it was tough to hit each other. We were just basically firing off fireworks in each other's general directions and occasionally throwing packs of stuff. And we couldn't reach it. There's no way they would make it there. But it made it, it'd go, like, halfway. So security pulls up right after he throws his pack of thunder bombs. <laughs> And they drove right over it and stopped <laughs> to talk to us. And it was the very nice security lady. And we're like waiting for it to go off. <laughs> and then it doesn't. So we're like, we might be cool. And she's like, hey, guys. So listen, I know you're having a good time. But, uh, and then I was like, boom, boom, boom. blowing off under, right underneath the security <laughs> truck. And she just closed, like she got real scared for a second. And then just closed her eyes. And just like waited it out and then just picked up right where she left off. She was like, so it's like, uh, it's really dry out here. <laughs> and we don't want you guys to like start any forest fires or anything. So if you wouldn't mind, like, 
Let's keep the fireworks down to a minimum <laughs> until we can get some rain or something. That sounds like a very nice woman. She, she was, was super yeah. nice. Any other security guard, we would have been screwed probably. We've been running yeah. for the woods and hiding yeah, for three absolutely. hours. But we were like directly in front of my house, which wasn't a good show. <laughs> yeah. It was our got, dryer we were throwing away. <laughs> I got in trouble once for lighting a fire in a driveway and police came and stuff. Really? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was with Derek in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, the cops came. It was a whole thing. Um, all right. In my movie, I would definitely include the Chinese restaurant story. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which we have spoke about, but it was, it included the China buffet and explosive diarrhea. Yeah. A lot of explosive diarrhea, uh, <laughs> all over the floor of a Chinese well, restaurant. I- Actually, I was not dining at that restaurant is my favorite part. I, oh, I was somewhere poor else. China buffet. They didn't even get 1095. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they just got diarrhea all over the wall. They did get the poo-poo platter, though. (laughs) Diarrhea. (laughs) Yeah, poo-poo platter in the garbage can. (laughs) But but instead of 1095, they got diarrhea on their walls. I mean, I wonder how much less... How much less than money is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely over three. That's definitely over $100 of negative money. Oh, yeah. Negative money. They had to call the CDC (laughs) in to do like control damage on that stuff, man. That might have brought, if they had a rating above the lowest one, that might have dropped them a rating. (laughs) Yeah, that place closed after that, Ant. You put people out of business. (laughs) You sent immigrants home. That's messed up. That's where the first, that's where Meaty Boys. Half brother was born. That he <laughs> died. That he, yeah, and died. That he doesn't know about. You couldn't keep them together. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So I would showcase that moment in my life. I think that would be someone would really understand who I am if they saw that. So we have our first R-rated film of the uh, trio. <laughs> they have to find a way to make it G. Actually, I should go higher. They should find a way to make it X. NC seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want. let's stick okay. with you, Anthony. Let's say what, what would be left out of your movie. Yeah. Well, that's not how this works. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Just did a presto yes, change What would be left out of your movie? Fifth grade. The whole thing. <laughs> you would just skip it. Yeah. All of it. It was that yeah, bad. You had Mrs. Uh, what was her name? I, I had Mr. Rusk. Mr. Rusk. I went to North Cortland. Oh, yeah. That was Ooh. like a nine. I wrote you out of, out of that year, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like you didn't yeah. exist. Well, I wasn't around y'all for sure. Yeah. For those who are new, we all grew up together, went to school mostly together, but uh, the way our school system was split arbitrarily in fifth grade, they kind of split people off. And so Anthony, living where he lived, just went to this little shack by a river, basically. There's <laughs> <laughs> a shack next to the high school. <laughs> yeah, actually, I bet you guys, you'll put, y'all probably were at more of a shack because I was at downtown. Yeah, we were in you know, modulars. Lucille was yeah, we were yeah, oh, you in modulars. Sh- you yeah. So that. you're not wrong. Yeah, we were in like shipping yeah. containers. We had we had the pod at North Cortland. All the classrooms were in one big room. Oh wow. Uh, I actually was I was lucky. I was in a modular, hmm. but most classes were in one giant room that were just separated by like you know makeshift walls. All those kids now work for Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's synergy. It's totally awesome. No, no, you don't need privacy. Yeah, they either work for Google or the fast food industry. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to say what kind of an education they got. Welcome to Long John Silver's. Yeah. Welcome to the last Long John Silver's. Welcome to South of the Border. 
Yeah, their education was the long con silvers. There's something there. Thanks, thanks for making getting me to stop laughing. Yeah, I'll I'll work on it. So, all right, fifth grade. All right, uh, who wants to answer next? Being that this is a free for all. Yeah, leaving out's harder than leaving in because it's like the boring stuff or the stuff you want to forget. I guess, huh? That's what I would think. I mean, a montage of you sitting at traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Him not. I don't think it's a movie that encompasses your entire life. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who has the montage? Realistically, in- what would be in the movie, and what would you not want to be? in Oh, there? that'd be a that would be a funny bit. I think in somebody's movie, a montage of sitting at traffic lights. That seems funny if you can get that to work. Sure, it's somehow. been done. I drive a lot, so a lot of the driving I would take out. Even though some of the sights I would keep in, there's just a lot of non-productive time that I would take out. Wouldn't be too interesting, I guess. Yeah, you know? sure. Actually, yeah, I, I'm going to go the easy route, too, and just say uh, there's some video games you would see in my movie. <laughs> not as much as I play. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a long, video- there was like a semester in college where it was just class and video games. What video game would you have in your movie, definitely, of you playing? Oh, definitely some Halo times. There were some there were some good ones playing Halo like in college and stuff. I never got into Halo. I, Cursing I mean, at each other with a megaphone down the hallway. Uh nice. Oh, that sounds real fun. I mean that was in like the dorms. I played Smash Brothers. That was like my thing. <laughs> oh nice. As you know. <laughs> For those who well, don't also, know, go have, back have, and listen. Um, Anthony plays Smash Brothers naked. So if you're wondering what that's all about, <laughs> we have an episode about that. Check that out. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole we thing. We used to play Mario Golf for money. Naked. No, not naked. Not naked. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Not naked. Yeah, that was a good time. Because uh, our one friend would always win when we weren't playing for money, and then the second the money was on the line, he would choke. All right, EJ, who would play you? Hmm, how about Dakota Fanning? She hasn't been in anything for a while. <laughs> you do look like she you, does be, look you like could you. be. Yeah, she, she does. She could be a good, good No, EJ. you know who I would like to put? Zoe Deschanel. She would be... She's got the eyes. Nah. I have the fair skin. She doesn't look like you, I though. sing and play ukulele and wear sun hats. Dakota Fanning, final answer. Uh, Dakota Fanning, I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'll go with that. It's cool. I know who I am. Yeah. Oh, no, really. Yeah, I mean, you, I, mean, you can, I, I thought you would have went for a uh, Jesse Eisenberg or something. Yeah, I could see. Oh, that would God, make sense, but I don't like that. <laughs> if you're going for an A-list, that would make sense. I mean, I guess he's, I don't know if he's A-list. Yeah, he's but. good, though. We kind of got the same generic white guy thing going on. But you wouldn't want that. So who would you want? So you'd want Zoe Deschanel? If no? I were to pick somebody, like really pick um oh man, what's his name? Uh, Edward Norton would be awesome. If I got to like actually pick, I'd love for him to play me. Not that, you know, I don't think I'm as cool as he is by any means. Or what's that really tall blonde guy that's uh, really funny now? That's not funny, but um, he was in the motorcycle movie. He was on you Goosebumps. And McGregor? No, much younger. He was in that dancing movie, La La Land. Oh, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling would be great. I mean, again, doesn't make sense, but I would like that. That'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah, they could. It would totally not make sense because of all the times uh, that I have failed where I shouldn't have, and he wouldn't have failed because he's handsome. <laughs> wouldn't make sense, but it would have been great. He'd be a good one. Yeah, it's, it's a winner. Yeah. So, uh, again, I go with uh, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota Fanning, final answer. <laughs> All right. How about you, Gregor Man? 
I don't know. It's tough. I mean, if I get to go for a direct lookalike, I found one, and he's a wrestler, WWE wrestler. Genghis Khan. His name is Bo Dallas. <laughs> Bo Dallas. Uh, I mean, you can literally Google Bo Dallas, and you'll be like, if you want to know what the Gregor Man looks like, you can just Google Bo Dallas. I'm gonna. You'll be like, all right, that's a really good, that's a good comparison. Wait till you see him. He, it's a good one. Um, so, yeah, direct lookalike. Go for Bo Dallas. But, um, what about a young Jack Black? If I'm picking, yeah, like a young Jack Black would probably be awesome. That that'd be what I want, but yeah, no, probably. Probably young Jack Black. That'd be that'd be my favorite. That'd be pretty good. I don't know if I can get that cuz he's not young right now. <laughs> you got me rethinking now cuz now that you mentioned wrestling, but check out Bo Dallas cuz he looks a lot like <laughs> Now I want Dean Malenko to play me. <laughs> <laughs> the Iceman. The Iceman. <laughs> Yeah. He could play you great. Oh, totally. Yeah, the character of Anthony DeAngelis will be played by the Iceman. <laughs> Dino Lenko. <laughs> and he would have to get the gla- he had to get glasses. How do you always remember Dean Malenko? <laughs> I don't know. He's always on my mind. I was thinking about him today. <laughs> I don't even know why. I was like, ah, the Iceman. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I didn't even know why. I just thought it was funny. I was thinking about him. <laughs> he had a whole life as the Iceman. I think I think of Dean Malenko before the Iceman. That's why I love it. Dean Malenko. Why is that name so familiar to me? Because <laughs> he's the Iceman. I guess he would pretty be, he'd be pretty good to tell my story. He would be. You don't think Baby yeah. De Niro for you? I think he could, you know? As, as you make as the De Niro Malenko. face literally while you were thinking. That was amazing. <laughs> I wish you had a picture of that. That was perfect. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> Squinty eyes and all. That was perfect. But you should see Dean Malenko do this. <laughs> it's really something. It's really something. The acting of a young De Niro with the, all the features and charisma of Dean Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had the charisma of Dean Malenko. <laughs> yeah. He always came out in his little Iceman skivvies. <laughs> he didn't have any other fanfare. He was straight to business. Dean Malenko, the Iceman. Get out of the Iceman. Get it? I wear right. underwear. If, if, Dean Malenko, <laughs> oh, okay. if Dean Malenko were booked playing Anthony DeAngelis in the movie Anthony DeAngelis, who would, be, who would play Dean Malenko in the movie they're making at the same time? <laughs> Also, Dean Malenko. They do one of those split screens. No, no, no they can't. Can't, you can't use Dean Malenko. Your cousin, Derek. <laughs> Derek. Yeah, you guys would uh, be hilarious. I would, lo- <laughs> I would love that. We did miss, oh by the God. way, one part. It says, how would our movies end? Oh. Oh. All right. Well, hold on. Hold on. Blaze of Glory. I'm really in this Dean Malenko train oh, okay, right I'm sorry. Now. Back to the oh. Dean Malenko thing. <laughs> by all means. <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was rude of me. I mean, assume we I were love, done with the so Dean Malenko. I love Dean Malenko. But we didn't hear what Gregor Man would have. Yeah, who would, who would play Dean Malenko? Because <laughs> <laughs> Dean Malenko's playing me. You can't double book. Oh, wait. Dean Malenko's in the movie. About me. About you. Playing him. Dean Malenko. When did you meet Dean Malenko? No, he Dean is, Malenko is playing me in the movie. No, but Greg's saying, I know when that. did you meet Dean Malenko? In real life for that to be in the movie. Never. He comes to your funeral, end of the movie. Dean Malenko gives a eulogy at Anthony's funeral. <laughs> and Anthony's laying there, so it's Dean Malenko. 
<laughs> no, no, all right, wait. He comes in his ice man shirt so you know who he is. Dearly beloved, the ice man cometh. <laughs> was that ever a thing? The ice man cometh in the res- in wrestling, like when he showed up. And out of respect for you, they bury you in a refrigerator box. <laughs> Wait, all right, Greg, man, did you answer who would play Dean Malenko? <laughs> Dean Malenko. <laughs> no, he can't play it Dean has Malenko. To be Dean Malenko. He's the only person who can play Dean Malenko. No, because you know what? I think I'd like to see Tony Shalhoub do it. Oh, there you go, monk. I want to see Tony Shalhoub <laughs> and be and Tony Shalhoub as Dean Malenko. That that makes I, sense. I didn't really Dude, like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it'd have the same effect if he came in at the end to do your eulogy. <laughs> That's the only time you're ever going to meet Dean Malenko. Because <laughs> you're, you're definitely going to die before him. But he did play me in alive. the movie. But he did play me, though. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay, yes, good. <laughs> we just never uh, met. Yeah. So how, does, wait, so how does your movie end besides the eulogy given yeah, by Yeah, I missed that part. How Monk would it end? As <laughs> Dean Malenko. <laughs> I do kind of like that as the ending. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like he starts eulogizing and then the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. That's cheap, but you get it. That's a win. Would you... What celebrity would you want to give your eulogy? Oh, uh, Danny Trejo, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think. He oh would, man, Machete this should have been a hold just... of my ad question. That's a good one. I think, as yeah. I've, I've stated on the show before, it would be forty years in the future because I'll have been dead for thirty years, and it'll be Anthony, played by Dean Malenko, and Greg, played by Jack Black, <laughs> both staring over my grave and saying, "Let me ask you a question," and then you just see a zombie <laughs> hand pop up. From Zoe De Chanel, <laughs> and then you hear cute piano music with the girls singing. Yeah, ukulele. Yep, exactly. And that'd be the end. Yeah, and it says the end question mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like the end question mark. Always need the question mark. Oh, I really like that. That's good. And then Falcor rides off into the distance with Jack Black again, as he was in his character in Never Ending Story Part Two. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's an acceptable <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, I don't remember how it ends. But I'm just gonna say that my ending is a lot like that of Rambo: First Blood. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna kill a lot of people. Yeah, and I'm gonna survive. You're gonna but they're gonna it. be all bad people, and I'm gonna save somebody. Would they be like Nazis? I don't think they were Nazis. They might have been maybe Ruskies in that one. Commies. Yeah. Oh, you want you want to be the same as Rambo, the same bad guy? Uh, no, no. I I just it, it should be the equivalent of present. Maybe you could do some Nazis. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Modernized. Some neo-Nazis. Yeah, we could do that. you just taking down neo-Nazis. Yeah, but just, just like Rambo. What about you take down the IRS? But not like the Internal Revenue Service, like the wrestler, the IRS with Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Remember they were a crew? <laughs> only, if I can, only if I can tag team with Dean Malenko. Yeah, it's you and Dean Malenko versus the IRS and Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. Dean Malenko played by Anthony. <laughs> it's you and Dean Malenko played. Now it's you and me. You and Dean Malenko playing Anthony D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love this. I can't wait for this movie. Yeah. It's really one movie, I think, guys. But yeah, that's thing. a good movie. I got to say, uh, Jeff, yeah. Sophia, man. Sophia all night Sophia. long, man. Thank you, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia yeah. and Sophia. I, <laughs> I Sophia. do not think that we can go back to the motel question. We have already run 
so long. We already, well, we established what a seedy motel was. Dean Malenko. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> One that Dean Malenko stays in modern <laughs> times. Yeah. Right now. If there's Dean Malenko stains, <laughs> this looks like a Dean Malenko stain. Can you, can you confirm or deny that this is a Dean Malenko stain? <laughs> Sure, I can't deny that. Wow. <laughs> I just knew it. I smelled it. I walked in the room and I was like, oh, Dean. <laughs> it's got a real Malenko funk in here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Malenkoed my room. <laughs> I think it was Dean. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to Google Dean Malenko after this. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, it's been great, everybody. Yeah, uh, we had a wonderful time. unconventional Lamayak, but what a, what a pleasure. Number 90. Yeah. Yeah. Number 90. That reminds me of the phone number if you want to call Lamayak. And it has exactly... <laughs> it goes something like this. 929-352-6173. Nice. South of the border. <laughs> Down Mexican way. <laughs> or why don't you hit us up? All right, hold on. What's the phone number? That was right. 929 352 6173. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Everybody calling at 929 352 6173. We were supposed to say it together. That was like a thing. Oh, you really want to do it. Okay. I all right. Did. Here we go. And 929. Are you doing it with <laughs> no, me? No, I'm done. We got it four right, times. 929 352 6173. 929 352 6173. 929-352-6173. That's our number. Well, we should edit all of this out. All of that. Except for the number. <laughs> uh, and you should hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Pod. You should send us an email at let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com. Just like Jeff there did. Are, Thank you very much. Just like Jeff did. Exactly. Thank you, Jeff. You're a good boy. And... <laughs> Every- <laughs> you gotta stop saying that. <laughs> Why? Why everybody else could be a good boy or girl too? It's the best. I can't be happier. I couldn't be happier that he called in. Uh, what do you think he's a bad boy? I All hate right. You. Well, anyways, we've had a wonderful here we- coming at you. <laughs> we've had a wonderful week here. Let me ask you a question. Uh, and we look forward to next time. And we hope you get a boner listening to any of the music that's in this show. Until next time. Strawberries. I love you. Strawberries. I love you. Mood.tv. Sophia, thank you, Sophia. Sophia and Sophia. That's a good movie.